0: following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Come on,
0: cowboys. No cowboys.
1: this, Cowboys? is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys
2: World Headquarters
1: at the Star in Frisco.
2: On Elliott, to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Kuska keeps it, and he bangs it into the
1: touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Standback. It is a Thursday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Tosti- Tostito's helping fans get in on the game and our favorite chip and our favorite dip of Talking Cowboys. Welcome into the studios everybody here at the Star in Frisco alongside Isaiah Stanback. We've got Heckma Harrison, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. No Rob Phillips today. He will be back soon, but we have got the preview ongoing. For the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles today, we take a look at the Cowboys defense. Can hey. they get their momentum back? Can they find their swagger again against that Cow Cal- or that Philadelphia offense? Actually I flipped it. We did that yesterday, didn't we? Mm -hmm. We did Philly offense yesterday, so it's actually Philadelphia defense and what challenges they bring to the Dallas offense. But other than that, how are we doing, everybody? Fantabuloso, Wonderful. Everything's good. Fantastic. Everybody's happy. Everybody's healthy. Ready to go for this week. Beamer's on a trigger back there. I know. I love the the coin trigger that he's got back there. We do have some news and notes to hit, even though Rob Phillips is not necessarily here. What? Re- I saw Heckma retweeted this off of my account yesterday. Oh. Did you do that on purpose because you were upset about your notification from Rob Phillips? I don't know what you're talking about. Micah Parsons. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Out with COVID. He's on the COVID list.
0: <laughs> I, I
1: quote tweeted Rob's tweet, and then Heckma retweeted me. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh, that might be in spite of Rob just no, because no, no, no. Rob P. Island's Twitter notifications that. Always get you up in arms. Nah,
0: man, I figure I kill two birds with one stone, man. I can support both <laughs> of you at the same time. So that was all. That's smart. That's smart.
1: But, yep, Micah Parsons put on the COVID list prior to practice yesterday. It was even after Mike McCarthy's press conference that that came down. And so he is in question for this week. Now, there is a possibility he's back. He has to test negative uh, if he is vaccinated. If he's unvaccinated, it's five days regardless. So there's a way that he could potentially play. But I think at this point it's safe to say – it's probably not happening. And the Dallas Cowboys, for the most part, will be without their rookie linebacker. So, I mean, we'll start things off on that note. I promise we'll have some fun on this show. But,
0: uh, you- Yeah, you start with all the fun. I know. We're going to have fun. Some fun.
1: Let me give you some bad news. What, what does this do to this defense, the fact that he's not available today?
0: I mean, he's in on so many different packages that they have. So I I just want to see how Dan Quinn is going to uh, replace that production. Uh, It's going to be interesting uh, to see. And it probably gives some younger guys an opportunity to come in and see what they have, guys like Bernard. um, And number 57, his name is – Luke Gifford, Gifford. Uh, yes, Gifford. Uh, so look, man, it gives us an opportunity to see some of our guys that hadn't gotten any reps all season. Sucks that we don't have guys like Jabril Cox. He went down early with the ACL injury. But you know, look, it's just next. You want to say next man up, but there's no such thing. <laughs> it comes down to Michael Parsons and what he does on your team. It's unfortunate that he that he's possibly out.
2: Hopefully, hopefully he gets back. I know I presented this potential a couple weeks ago. So hopefully, I'm not the one who brought this brought this on when I said if you what happens if you don't have Michael Parsons mm. um, and uh, hopefully we have Neil back Is that he was back on the practice field okay, yesterday sweet. so well, yes well that helps because yep. if, if with both of those guys were out it would be a bigger problem obviously but the ability to spy on Jalen Hurts now is uh compromised mm. it is it's severely compromised now that you don't have Michael Parsons because you need somebody out there who's bigger faster stronger than the gentleman that you're trying to spy and now that is no longer an option
0: so okay. who would that be and then it it also throws you off now that Jaron Curse I'm hearing has a hamstring injury. Yeah, you know that that he's limited. So that's probably well. what my answer would have been. That would have been my <laughs> answer too. Uh, but so that limits you all the way around. And, and and we've talked a lot about this team getting. Obviously, they've gotten healthy throughout the season, but going into the going into the playoffs, healthy uh, man sitting Jerron Curse, if he's nursing the hamstring, we've always talked about those soft tissue issues that don't get any better Mm -hmm. by playing. So I definitely want him to rest. Well, he hurts us in terms of
2: Goddard. Right, in a oh, major way. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have brought Curse down to to be on Jalen Hurts. I mean, you need him for Goddard. So now, who steps up in that role?
1: And remember, Goddard's on COVID. Yeah, he's on there as well. Right now, yeah, so. but they,
2: they all their guys went on COVID early. Sunday on, on Monday.
1: Monday yeah. was it Monday? Monday morning. Yeah. So they've got an extra two days to, yeah. to try and get back. Is basically what yeah, that I, means. I have a good feeling they'll be cleared. You think all of them will be? I mean, all the guys that went on early. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. think it'll be that, that quick of a turnaround. That's what the rule wants it to happen. They don't want it to be a mass case of, yeah. hey, yeah. these guys are missing. Your entire starting lineup, at least in the case of Philadelphia this time, on COVID list. That's what the NFL is trying to avoid. So maybe that is the case. Maybe they do get some guys back and it is enough for them to, to be able to play. But, yeah, without Micah Parsons, with a, a banged up Jalen curse, I mean, that means you're looking at Luke Gifford covering Dallas
0: Goddard. I think you <laughs> don't, oh, don't even don't even put oh. that together. Keona <laughs> Neal covering Dallas oh, Goddard so. probably.
2: I don't know who you who do you bring in. You have to bring in Nashon. Nashon has been playing a lot of special teams lately, so I mean he's yeah. he's had some reps. So maybe that's something that you just bring him into that position.
1: Throw Israel Mukwamu into the mix as well.
2: <laughs> I love I love Israel Mukwamu. I mean, but you have to be able to hit. So I'm not sure if he's sure that aspect of his game up yet.
1: Yeah, is he physical enough to come yeah. downhill and be able to guard a guy like Goddard? Yeah, that's tough because, I mean, you're so thin at the linebacker spot. Maybe you get a guy like Francis Bernard back who was also on the COVID list. And, oh, man. It's it's the running game that concerns me from this regard. So So tight ends and running game?
2: Yeah, tight ends, cool for sure. Um, that's going to be a play-action type of deal, but I think mostly this running game. I think Philadelphia is really going to come in, or we're, we're going to go to Philadelphia, and Philadelphia is going to come in with a mindset that they're going to run the ball. Yeah, they're not going to change it. No, they're not. So the fact that they're doing so well with that and the fact that now you're you're gimpy at the second level and now your third level, who normally walks down to the box, may not be present as well, mm. that's, a, that's a pretty severe um, double-headed little monster we just took on there.
1: So who does that put the pressure on defensively?
2: Does that put the pr- – I, I just heard – Interior D linemen. Okay. I mean, the same as last week, the interior D line. Last week, the defensive ends did a great job of getting pressure upfield. We we already talked about that. But, you know, Gallimore and the rest of the crew on the interior, they Carlos have to Watkins. Ha- they, Carlos Watkins. Carlos Watkins. All those guys have to have yeah. a presence. They really have to be dominant because not only do you need to be able to disrupt Jalen Hurts in, at the quarterback position,
0: but you have to be able to stop Scott and Howard and those guys. mm. No, it's a tough assignment, and you're right. We're shorthanded, um, but going into this last game, the, I think the ideal is mentally is to get guys prepared for the first playoff game mm-hmm. at home. Um, you can't go into this game thinking, oh, man, this, obviously it's it's a blessing that we don't – this isn't the one that we have to get because getting that Micah News would have been mm-hmm. devastating. Uh, but at the same time, this is one where you – Offensively, that's where our mind has been—not so much on this defense, but when you talk about guys at the second level, uh, say Wilson. Oh, no, excuse me, um, Wilson. Our our safeties, you know, Mm -hmm. guys like that, you know, they have to they have to come on. I mean, there's been times where you know the second level we've questioned our safety play, um, and Malik Hooker has come on as well. So when we talk about who's going to cover Dallas Goddard, I Personally, put the onus on our safeties.
2: Yeah, I, I do as well, and I think that obviously Seti and Hooker, those guys have a big presence in the running game. So I don't think that we'll yeah say, yeah miss miss person yeah. that regard. I think that those guys come downhill and they come with, with bad intentions. Um, however, when you are so aggressive, when you know that that is what the team is asking of you to be physical to have that you know that 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 impact at that that at that particular uh, level. I think it, it works against you because, it, because now you can become overly aggressive. Right? Yeah. You could be, be so committed to stopping the run that now Goddard can sneak up behind you.
0: But also, when you think about the Philadelphia passing game and what they do, you know that it's what they're more of a dink and dunk yeah, for style. Sure, for sure. So I don't know how worried they are about, even with the, top, Devontae yeah. Smith and all the speed that they have. They can't fall asleep on that, no. but again, you, you're, you're – your attention has to be at the line of scrimmage and just keeping things in front of you.
1: So one of the good things about yesterday, too, outside of the Parsons news, is that everybody else that was either on the roster or on the practice squad was available... At practice. So it wasn't like it was a bigger issue at the yeah. moment, and hopefully Good. it's contained within just the linebacker room at the moment because that's what I, I see this as. I think I see sure. it as a continuation of what had happened out of the linebacker group, and hopefully that, that stays the same going into that divisional round. By the way, Micah Parsons did tweet out yesterday following the breaking news. He said, I am saddened by the news. I feel like I let my team down and the Dallas Cowboys nation down. I'll be back better than ever. I'm only going to be more hungry. See you soon. Hashtag Lion. Bazooka. The bazooka. Yeah. Yeah. If if I'm a team that's getting ready to face the Cowboys in the first round of the playoffs, and Michael Parsons is one week rested and a little bit angry, <laughs> I don't know if I'm okay with that. He's starved. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> he hasn't had any food. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm super excited about that. But at least talking about this Philadelphia game, does his absence take away a significant bite from that defense? Or is it still one of those those Ways where you look at it and you say, okay, Dan Quinn's running this thing. DeMarcus Lawrence is still there. Randy Gregory's still there. Drayvon Diggs is still there. Even without Micah Parsons, does this defense still have a similar
0: bite? You just answered the question. (laughs) You just called off all the dogs. You just said the names. I mean, last time I checked, Dipsy Hustle, we got DeMarcus Lawrence. Uh, We still have Randy Gregory. So I feel good about our ability to to present pressure. Uh, You know, I just – he he's so such a versatile player and the way that Dan Quinn uses him that's the one thing that I'm going to miss uh especially with when you talk about getting that pressure up the middle his isolation plays and mugging that A-gap and, you know, putting the fear of God in uh, a left guard, uh, knowing that, you know, he, he could potentially be coming, but we've already, you know, said it, like, it's going to be a big responsibility on the second level at our safeties. You always, you know, LVE is going to have to step up and do a better job. If we go to more of a zone look and he has to cover a deep third on Dallas Dallas Goddard, he has to be there, you know? So, yeah. look, the play action is going to be big, and I, I know that these guys may get sucked up on on the run some but we just can't give up those big gash plays behind us.
2: There's no replacing Michael Parsons. If he's not there, you're going to miss him. But you know, to Hekman's point, to your point, there are other guys that can obviously make plays on this team. These there's there's a lot of dogs on this defense. It hasn't just been the Micah Parsons show. It's been a lot of dudes contributing um, and impacting the game. A lot of guys have been beating their, you know, winning their matchups. Um, it's just Micah Parsons. A lot of times has been the benefactor of it, right? He's kind of like that extra, that extra card that you slap down on It's like the ace, the ace of spades. Oh yeah, like, dang, go on it, man. You had to have that one in your hand too, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, so oops. I mean, yeah. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> so uh, obviously, he will be missed if. He he is not present for this game. But in a sense, either way, it's a win, right? If he's there, you have his physical presence. If he's not there, there are guys that now have to step up and make plays, and they now have the opportunity to build confidence, and now you have opportunity to build more confidence in your depth at that position mm. going into the playoffs, and that also can be beneficial as well.
1: So do you think it could be sort of a blessing in disguise, the fact that, one, he's it's this week mm. and not the wild card week? Yeah. And yeah. and the fact that you can actually rest him and maybe a couple other guys just by lack of choice that's presented in front of you. Yeah. I,
2: I, yeah. I don't want to say our, probably our best defensive player, obviously, uh, not being on the field is a blessing. But that's if, true. If, yeah. But, but if him not, if there was a choice, if you had to pick between this week and next week, obviously, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Obviously, Easy. yes. To your point. But. I mean any time that there's other guys on your roster that have the a playing the opportunity to have more playing time and they have which they haven't had. Some of these guys, you know, that are gonna be forced into that role now, they haven't had the playing time at the linebacker position. They've had it on special teams and they've mm-hmm. had a presence there. Bernard, Gifford, those guys. Now they're gonna be thrusted possibly into the role of having to play against a playoff caliber team, yeah. Because these guys are in the playoffs, so now you get some playoff
0: experience without having to risk a playoff game, and that is, is going to be obviously beneficial to your depth. And almost look at it like a preseason game. Absolutely, when mm-hmm. you're you're getting guys those reps, and it, like you said, everything that you just said, I, I think is the smart way to approach it because then you know who these guys are you're- when it can, when, when the fight when it's really live rounds yeah. going. And again, this is next week. Next week is when it's going to be for real. Woo. Like we're gonna, we want to make sure we get through this week. But we want to get through healthy. <laughs> yes, I, I love playoff Woo. football. I love playoff football. You know, I
1: was I, last night. I, I was writing up. We're, we're putting together a hype video. Okay. So peek behind the curtain. We're putting putting together a hype video. Okay. We'll release it on social. But okay. we're also uh, putting it before the pregame show yep. as well. You might hear one of the voices that's in this room Woo. on that hype video. Woo. I don't know who uh, that guy. Uh, but yeah, so. I was writing up the script for the hype video, and it had a couple different versions based on who we play. You're so versatile. You're oh, our man. bazooka. No, stop it. But I was getting so <laughs> hype. Like I wasn't even watching the video. I was just writing about the playoffs. And it was like, this is sick. Like this is yeah. gonna be awesome. It's the first time I've been a part of a playoff run here yeah. because I got here in 2019. Yeah. So I haven't been a part of a run here. Yeah, I don't City think Club. either one of you, you you've been a part of plenty of playoff yeah. runs. So yeah. this is my first go at nice. it. I'm excited. I am. I think be. it's a lot of fun. Playoff
2: football is real. And for everybody out there that believes that, oh, it's just another game, the heck it is. The game gets turned up, the intensity is turned up, the hits are harder, guys are faster, every play matters, the the mind games, the chess games on the field, everything is a hiding like crazy and you will feel it from the first kickoff. It's going to be wild. You'll even get a little sense of that this week. There will be a little sense of that. Just
0: because a
2: little. T- t- <laughs> <A twinch. laughs> You'll look at that.
0: <laughs> all right, we'll get a little bit of that,
2: okay. But you won't I know get the your full, voice could get yeah, that high. You won't get the full effect until next week. But woo, we got to get through this week.
1: We're all gonna be yelling like heckma after that, that first playoff game, Possibly. either good or bad. It gets real. We'll get right back in here. and We'll just all be into the mic. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 It's a funk sway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> get it there. No. Uh,
1: one final note on Micah Parsons before we move on to the offense in the next segment. But Micah Parsons will finish two sacks away from the rookie sack record because he is not available this week Aww. for the most part. He was one and a half that off. That sucks! Mm-hmm. Javon Gers, uh, yeah. back in 1999, had 14.5. Yeah, he was a freak. Alden Smith had 14. Micah Parsons will be tied with Dwight Freeney with 13. Not bad company. Not, but I mean, ba- also, <laughs> not, not bad company. I 16 games, too, right? I mean, those yeah, guys yeah. played 16 games. So you look at that's true. that true. It's I mean, right there. Equal, right? So, I mean he, he's, That's not bad company. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of going back to what people were talking about with T.J. Watt getting close to the all-time sack yep. record in a single season. That's they're low. like, they're like, oh, it's seventeen games, whatever. Yeah. No, he's played fourteen. He will be playing fifteen by the time he's yeah, done. T.J. Like, Watt just, you're still doing degrees, of doing separation. some more. That's yeah. just insanity. What do you think about Cooper Cup's comments about the asterisk? About how he doesn't like that you're going to break records that were set in 16 games. Well, he's
2: yeah, yeah, he's pretty much saying that you should put an asterisk next to all the records that are broken.
1: I mean, you could say the same thing about the guys who broke the record that he's breaking. I agree. I agree. There used to be what 10 games in the league back in the day. So yeah, I think I think records are meant to be broken. Hey, so that's how it goes. But when we come back here on Talking Cowboys, can Dak Prescott? And the Cowboys' offense replicates some of the success that they had in week three of the NFL season. We'll talk about it next, right after the break.
0: There's nothing
2: as unique as our eyes, which is why SLR pioneers ways to make
0: lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor.
2: New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it.
0: I do deserve that.
2: You deserve decadent
1: flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere and a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt.
2: I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't.
1: A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that.
2: Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again.
0: It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not
2: complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T is giving everyone new and existing customers our
1: best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's basic Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United, United Ag, Ag and Turf. And Turf. Oh what what read is it? Oh, it's a great people great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys. You've heard it already that, you, that Jason Witten joined the caliber collision team. You can join him to do great work with great people for great pay and apply right now at jobs at caliber.com. That's jobs at Got, job. Got through it. I tried. That is. Alongside Ekma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Chris Beam, I'm Kyle Yeoman. Second segment here of Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos. Oh, what a day, what a day. It's the final, you know, it's crazy. We've got one more full week left here mm. in the regular season. Then we get into playoff time. Mm. I mean, there's weeks, a chance. Five-week stretch. I'm cool with it being a five-week stretch. That's the yeah. goal. But there's a chance this thing's over in a week and a half. No, no, no. Why would you do that? There's a chance. Why would you do that, Because it's facts. You... It is facts, but why would you it's do that? It's facts. How... But, but you know what else we did not speak on? What did we not speak the on? The fact that there is a
2: chance that the Super Bowl may be in Dallas. I mean, there's a chance. No. Chance.
1: No, that's a chance. That's jumping the gun on reporting. It's, not,
2: it's a chance. I mean... It's a possibility.
1: That's a thing they do every year by the way. I understand that, but it's a possibility. They do that every year and w- the Cowboys were not the only ones that were asked. There was probably 30 other teams that. that were asked.
2: But there's a chance, Kyle. Uh, if yeah. LA goes on lockdown.
1: <laughs> it's right? Yeah. You're you're one of five other spots, so it's a f- yeah, 20% chance if LA goes on lockdown. Nobody knows where they would go. LA's it's not That LA's not going to let the Super Bowl go. Are you kidding me? Mm. LA Super Bowl, SoFi well, Stadium. They've been waiting for this thing for years. You would never
2: thought that Dallas would have let the Dallas Cowboys go to Arlington.
1: What they were in Irving, I know, but it's not. That's more Dallas. <laughs> that's, it's fair, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not as excited as a lot of people are, but that is kind of interesting, you know. Alternate sites. It and could happen.
2: It, it, it could happen. I, I said it's a chance. It is facts.
1: It could
0: happen. It's facts. It could happen. But that's uh, that's a different story. That's his superpower, man. Dark clouding your your hope. You See that? <laughs> yeah. That's him. Me? <laughs> you? That's your superpower. Just, just a thunderstorm just come, rolling in. Just, just come right on in. And I'm from Seattle. That'll never happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. Forty-one <laughs> twenty-one. Dallas Cowboys beat the Philadelphia Eagles back. In week three, Dak Prescott went 21 of 26. Mm. Five incompletions, three touchdown passes. Mm. Ezekiel Elliott, 17 carries, 95 yards, two touchdowns. Not 100. Not 100. But Tony Pollard also had 11 for 60 as well. So the Cowboys rushed for 160, passed for 220, and they held the ball for 35 minutes in time of possession. The Cowboys really dominated the Eagles back in week three. My question to you guys, and I'll start with you, Heck. Can the Cowboys replicate that this week on offense?
0: It was all good two months ago, Kyle. Can't we get back to that? That's what we want to do. And you know what, man? One of these days when you get married, man, and you're married for a long time, you want to reminisce about the good old days. I reminisce. You'll pull out your album, your wedding album, and you'll go, baby, look at this. Back when, look at this. Mm. You know? That's what you're doing right now. You want (laughs) to go back in time. (laughs) Recollection. Recollection. You want to go back when it was all good, baby. Do you remember back in week three? Back in week three. But you know what? I think, you know, the gripes that you've had for (laughs) (laughs) Kelly. I'm glad you grabbed that and not your Rolodex. Right? (laughs) That would have been, but I'm just saying, man, I think the inconsistency inconsistency Mm. of the offense over these last uh, few weeks obviously has been the reason why no one points out that, oh my God, you're number one in scoring, you're number two overall in offense. Nobody will point to that about this offense simply because of the inconsistency. Dak Prescott right now, 4,100 yards. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are only seven other quarterbacks in the league that has more. But again, the inconsistency of this offense is what is plaguing us. You go back to that particular matchup, we just dominated from the word say go. I mean, field position, ball control, all of those things. And it was the catalyst, was the running game. Um, so many questions has been asked about Kellen Moore. What is Kellen Moore doing? What's happened over the last six weeks? And in my evaluation, I just believe that Kellen Moore is the type of offensive coordinator that coaches you know, plays and not players. And so much has been asked with Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, and how they able to do what they do. Well, hell, you know, if you don't have a room, a wide receiver room that has CD Lamb, Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper, then obviously you could take plays and say, these are the guys that we're going to call them for, you know, and, we started at the beginning of the year talking about three thousand yard receivers, and we have squashed all of that. Yep. Although Ceedee Lamb does have a thousand yards mm-hmm. uh, right now for for us, and I don't think that this is going to be a situation where Kellen Moore goes into the Philadelphia game and say we're just gonna we're gonna lick. That, you know we're going to let Zeke carry it 35 times, and our Tony Pollard is going to carry it this many times. I think this offense is what it is, and what you see, they're not going to change their spots for anyone. It's the big playability of this offense. They've got to get back to that. I understand all of the gripes about this offense right now, and where Kellen Moore is, but truly, we this is this is a big play offense, and it's all going to be contingent on what Dak Prescott can recognize and who he can get the ball to.
2: And so much of it comes back to the running game. You know, when I when I when you were talking, I just think about you know somebody when maybe the wife is in the kitchen making a fresh meal, right? May, let's go ahead and say Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like you end up making Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving smelling good, it's fire. You know, everything's gonna be nice and fresh, and it's gonna be buttered biscuits and everything else on the table, right? And then you got a couple days later, you get to get some leftovers. And it, 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 it's food, right? But it, it's just not the same as it was when the when, when, the, when the food was fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like a couple months ago, the offense was fresh. Right, it was a fresh meal. All right Now you go to the fridge and now you just you, mm. got, you got some leftovers. Like, it's cool. I'm, I'm going to eat it, you know, but it, it, it's nothing like it was, you know, a couple of days ago. And I feel like that's what the a Dallas Cowboys offense is right now. And they have to find a way to get back in their doggone cookbook. They have to find a way to get in that kickbook. And, and guys have to find a way to learn how to doggone make up the doggone mashed potatoes, mm. mashed potatoes, yep. and go down in and get, and get whip it. I don't want to see just the wrist. I want the whole arm in that thing. Okay. Wicking, the, wicking it up. Okay, <laughs> There hasn't been enough wicking. We haven't seen Zeke enough eating. Right, It hasn't been any of that. I, mean, I can probably count on our hand how many times we've seen Zeke go like this this year. Yeah. It has to get back to that if these guys want
0: to attain what it is that they're going after. Is that who they are? I mean, think about and, and so many people ask the question like, "What is your identity? What is the identity of this team?" It ain't running. Mm-mm.
2: Nope. It should be. Not it's supposed anymore.
0: To be. It's supposed to be. So I, I, I truly think that
2: the I think that the personnel. Oh, got me be careful about how I say this. I truly believe that the identity of this team is offensively is still based upon the run. I think that the identity of the offensive
1: coordinator is passing. Wow. So that could be where the disconnect is. Absolutely. I mean, we've talked about it before. We it's have. not like it's a new thing. We have, and, and and
2: and you really can look at it in the same light as okay, Amari Cooper's your best receiver, no question about that. Okay, yeah. C.D. Lamb's really good. Number, numbers your, say differently. Number, yeah, aha, aha. All right, you're saying exactly right. And the only time that you force feed your number one receiver is when he complains, and There's then a problem you go there. right back to what you're doing before. Right. Yeah. So there is a disconnect. There's a disconnect because any other team that has Amari Cooper would be doing what? Throwing the ball. Doggone right. Yeah. Right. Any other team that has offensive line, like the, with multiple pro bowlers on the offensive line, right. and Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Potter in the backfield, they would be doing what?
1: Running the Running ball. Running the doggone ball. Okay. So there's a huge disconnect, and it has to be addressed. Well, you remember when this was a team that was leading the NFL in rushing. They've slipped all the way down to 10th. This is a team that still is the top-scoring team in the NFL, 29.9 points per game. But they have only scored 28 points in seven of their last ten.
0: It's the inconsistency.
1: If they play to the highest of highs mm. that they can have, mm-hmm. there's no one in the NFL that can no. beat them. Thanksgiving dinner. Nobody in the NFL. Yeah, if you got your schmorgage board, you got that potluck. Bam. You roll in, you uh-huh. eat. This team can <laughs> beat me hungry. Literally <laughs> anybody. Yeah, <laughs> they can beat anybody. Uh-huh. But that's the that's the biggest if, uh, and I think that's where a lot of the frustration lies for Cowboys Nation. Well, it's where it lies
2: for me. Everybody came to the house and, and picked through the food.
1: It was already gone. The food's gone. Yeah. Right. And look, here somebody back in the Cisco truck or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> the, food, me, the food's
0: <laughs> gone. You got leftovers now. Let me ask you this. I mean, because when when you watch and just. We talk about identity of teams, all right? Tennessee Titans. Mm. Their identity is running running the ball. You know what you're going to get. And there are 32 teams in the NFL, and maybe there's only two teams in the NFL that you could point to that say that's their identity is running the ball. And we show up, we expect to have – Smash mouth football be played. Everybody else, it's the disconnect that you're talking about. They're yeah. running a team one week and then they're a passing right. game. Then they're a passing team the next week. When I look at teams that, like, when going back to Green Bay with Devontae Adams, if your defense says, "Look, we're going to relegate all of our assets to stop this guy," what happens with the rest of the team? Other guys start to eat. Right? Yep. Our, that hadn't been the case mm-hmm. when teams are bracketing. Coop to take him away. Other guys should be eaten. CeeDee Lamb has been, has benefited yes. greatly yep. uh, from that. That's what we're asking for guys to do. If you go back to the Cowboys of old, teams loaded the box to stop Emmitt. What did they do when they stopped Emmitt? They gave Mike the ball. And if you tried to stop Emmitt and Mike, Alvin Harper uh, uh, and the, the tight ends ate. Just, look, that's what we're not seeing. We're not seeing that when you stop this one thing, can you make this one thing, be, bury them on that. And that's, that's look, that's all we're asking for. That's what we're looking for. When we talk about continuity and complementary football from this team, we're looking at it offensively and saying, "Look, man, these teams are willing to take, they're just willing to die and take Zeke out of the game. Why aren't the rest of these guys here?
1: And see, and that's yeah. why that's why I always get back to the question, and it's it's a frustrating question because I don't know if there's really a right answer. Why is that the case? Why are they not taking advantage? This is, because that's the way this roster was built. This
2: is why I point the finger at Killam Moore. And I'm not pointing it at him, you know, in, in disgust. I'm just saying you got to get back on you're it. Not bro. Yeah, you're not stink facing right now. You gotta Adam. get back on it because it's not a personnel issue. You don't have a personnel problem on this side of the ball. Yeah. You don't. The, 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 the scouting department, the, the management, they've done an amazing job of filling this roster with as much talent as you can underneath right. the salary cap. All right. Right? You have amazing receivers. Because the your, last year it's going to be like yeah, that, too. Absolutely. You have amazing receivers. You have an amazing duel in the backfield, mm-hmm. right? You have two, right? Formerly three Pro Bowlers on the offensive line, Pro Bowl quarterback.
0: Yeah. What the heck is the issue? Yeah. It's not personnel. Can't be. No, it can't be. And I think over, one of the things that really troubles me is when you look over the first five, six games of the season, the diversity in his play calling. I mean, we saw so many different formations. And I was worried about that, heck. Where the hell did they go? I was worried about that, heck. But I'm just saying, we hadn't seen them in a long it time. It was
2: like, it's like Christmas. It's like my daughter. My daughter, Nadia. Oh man, she's gonna <laughs> pull out every doggone gift she had. Right? Me, I like I, I, I could keep some stuff away for a while, right? Yeah. I, I'll get to it later. I'll enjoy it later on. I don't wanna enjoy everything right now. As that's, that's me. My daughter. Everything's coming out. Everything that she has, she's playing with it all at she the same time. She's got a new time. toy, she's playing with yeah, it. That's what I felt like early in the season. I was like, oh man, he's in his bag, but doggone it, how deep does that bag go? <laughs> Remember what I'm talking about? How Santa, I'm like, Santa going out like at some what, point, what, there's what, it, an it's end. It's empty. It's empty in there, right? He has to refill that thing, he got to restock it.
0: Yeah,
1: Can you tell Isaiah's missing the holidays? His two no, metaphors man. in the segment have been food, Thanksgiving man. and yeah, Christmas. I'm
0: hungry, bro. <laughs> no, but that's, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's <laughs> great I mean, because it's truly that way. And I, and I was like, you know, how long is he going to – what else does he have? Because, man, you're coming out with a lot of different players. I hadn't seen that formation before. And I just think with Jarwin coming back, and we talked about him uh, being back and what the, the diversifying some of these looks with Jarwin and Schultz, uh, not saying that either of these guys are supporting superior blockers at all but i just think when they go 12 personnel they don't have to go jumbo that changes how the the defenses approach what we're doing as an offense they see when they see that hulk package they crowd everything because they know we're gonna try and run so are you hopeful that with jarwin coming back possibly are you hopeful that this offense can get back where it needs to be Well, I'm hoping that it gives Dak another option, um, if anything. Look, when it comes down to both of our tight ends, I'm not under any illusion about their blocking. I I need them to be blocking tight ends, honestly, but they're not that. All right. (laughs) You wish they were that. Yeah, I do. I <laughs> you do. wish no that there City was rules.
1: that. There was a one of our one of our friends, Derek, just tweeted at us. Uh, and he said, "Why can't we be more like this?" Of course, speaking about the Cowboys, and it's a quote tweet of Joe Burrow's quote the other day, where he said, "Everybody knows that meme. F it, Jamar's down there somewhere." And it's basically yeah. like that on Amari Cooper. So, final question before we we head into this this second break, but. I mean, Amari Cooper, do you force-feed him the ball to a fault? You don't have to
2: to a fault. But, I mean, you need to get the ball in his hands. If you're throwing the ball 38, 40 times a game, and he's only getting it three or four, Mm -hmm. that's a problem. That's a problem. You're throwing the ball 40 times, you're giving your number one receiver, the man that you're paying to be the most dominant guy at that position, Four times.
1: Is there a possibility they're trying to keep him fresh going Stop into the postseason? That.
2: No, I Stop just oh, I just no. wanted to ask. No, I know it's a question, but no. Okay, no, just get him the ball. Ask. Get him the ball. Do you if you play the Kansas City Chiefs, who do you know is getting the ball? Kelsey, it's Kelsey, Kelsey, Hill. And, and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. yeah, he's getting the ball. Yeah. Find a way to stop him, but he's getting the doggone ball. Whether it's at the line of scrimmage, whether it's on a fly sweep, whether it's down the field on a big play, they're going to try to get the ball in his hands. How many times? Ten times?
0: Yeah, at least as much as they can. As much as they can. And guess what? If you focus on him, then what? Kelsey. Yeah, and All that's right? the way. That's the way the NFL goes. And some of your good teams, they have that the ability to go away from one one guy to another. Like I was just talking about. I just look, Amari Cooper, man. he, he – He's been inconsistent himself. You yeah. know, we've had the, the road Amari Cooper versus the home of Mari Cooper. We've had a lot of different things that we've talked about, about number 19. I mean, he's thugged it out through some injuries yeah. this season, but there's been some inconsistency in his play as well. Ooh. You know, I understand. You know, when he stands up and says, I could be the number one guy in the NFL mm-hmm. any time. I mean, but, but come on.
2: Who's, he, so who's your number one receiver
0: on this team right now? CeeDee Lamb. mm CeeDee Lamb, the numbers the numbers say that he is. I'm, By a significant margin, too. I'm going with the numbers. I'm not going with anything else. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying, I want to know what your heart says. But what well, heart well, I'm saying, well, The heart still <laughs> says <laughs> C. D. Lamb. No, no my, my heart says Amari Cooper. Okay. And, but the numbers say C D Lamb. Uh, and you, I, be, I agree. And I believe that it's, it's going that way because teams are taking Amari Cooper out yeah. with bracket coverage. Dak isn't force-feeding him. If Dak is trying to force-feed Amari Cooper, then that's interceptions. No, nah, mm-hmm. because you're trying to throw in the coverage, and you ask, And the question is going to be, well, you see Aaron Rodgers doing it. Aaron Rodgers force feeds, but guess what? He won't throw it to a fault in three covered by three people and yeah. willing to get that interception. If Joe Burrow is going to say F it and throw it down there, hey, that must be nice to be him, <laughs> you know. But we don't live in that same reality, dude. We got other guys besides the one guy yet. To
1: back up your point, Amari uh, Cooper. The game after he said, "I'm the best receiver. I want to be the best receiver in the yeah. NFL." He went eight receptions. Ooh. 122 yards Woo! and a touchdown against Minnesota with Cooper Rush quarterback. After that, 37, 51, 41, four, 51 again, 8, 85 after he complained a little bit, got seven receptions, 85 yards and a touchdown. And then last week, three receptions and 18 yards. Unacceptable. So it is, it's inconsistent, but at the same time, I mean, the targets have been decently high the last four weeks 7 5, 11, and 7. But you probably still need to get it more to him, though.
2: Seven, if you're throwing okay. the ball 40 times?
1: Yeah, if you're throwing it 40 times, th- which for the most part, that's what Dak's been doing. If you're 21 for 26, I'm not asking you to throw the ball to him
2: eight, eight nine times. <laughs> you're throwing the ball 40 times, he needs to see the ball 20 percent 25% of the time.
1: He had four targets in that game where he went 21 of 26 against the Eagles back in week three. I'll take that. All right, when we come back, what is your wish list on the offensive line? What do you want to see up front from the Cowboys against the Eagles getting ready for the playoff push when we come back with more Talking Cowboys?
2: It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T is giving everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone,
1: even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where Turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of
2: his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit.
1: Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands, with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more Essilor on Talking Cowboys. What was the dance at the end P's. there? Oh, it was the Rob P
0: dance?
1: You got to do it, the... <laughs> <want> Rob P. <inaudible> I and, like he does, it.
0: and he does the jazz hands. The jazz hands. <laughs>
1: yeah. You gotta hit the mic like four times. Yeah. Pop, pop, true. I pop, pop. tried. You gotta, you gotta box forth. the mic. Guys, did you see that the Washington football team might have up or ha- might have spoiled their name release? No, uh-uh. did it? You wanna talk about it? What? Or you wanna let it you yeah, wanna let it happen? To work? So scheduled for announcement on February 2nd. But a uh, CBS report came out that says that uh, Washington has only filed for one website name. Oh, my jeez. Okay. <laughs>
0: people they can they look so smart.
1: Up. It's all public record, so it's not that hard. Come on, Yeah, man. why would you Fight not try and get all of them? It's like $10. What? Yeah. What is it? The Washington Admirals.
2: Yeah, yeah I figured it was going to be somewhere along
0: those
1: lines. If you go to WashingtonAdmirals.com <laughs> dot com right now, it's a Quidditch team. Is it really? Yes, a quidditch <laughs> team. Maybe that maybe that's that why purpose. they did it. Yeah, maybe they did that on purpose. I don't know. Maybe they didn't spoil it. <laughs> but I'm a gonna, lot of people are New York anybody name. a big Harry Potter <laughs> fan know what quidditch is? Yeah. Yeah, big Harry Potter guy. All the time. Mm, that went right Just over like my Heckma. Head. Yeah. That went right over. You my don't head. know what quidditch is. What he- is it? Heckma's big. It's it's a made up sport in Harry Potter. Yes. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. It's like
1: brooms <laughs> and a ball. I don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. The awesome.
0: ride of broom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I didn't know it was called quidditch.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, quidditch. quidditch, and they have like a they have a, a real version of it now that they play on
0: like college campuses and stuff. And they're definitely quidditch team. They're a quidditch franchise, so <laughs> can't wait till they change their names. <laughs> nice.
1: They gotta r- ride around on brooms <laughs> while they're playing
0: football. <laughs> that just sucks for them. You just ruined your February second.
1: Oh gosh!
0: The Admirals.
1: The Admirals. Final segment here of talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos. Glad Holy you're with souls. us. So many Washington Admirals. Gosh. Uh, wish list for the offensive line. Mm. Cowboys giving up 17 pressures against Arizona. It's not good. That's great there, guys. Uh, Heckma, what do you want to see from the offensive line against Philadelphia? That'll Give you more confidence going into
0: the playoffs. Well, whatever you do. And I saw Fletcher Cox was on that COVID list. Yes, he was. So, I mean, <laughs> whew. If, he, if, if, if Fletcher Cox is not on the field, then I guess that, that would be a good thing for our offensive line. But still, you have guys like Javon Hargraves that are dogs and will be there. And we saw the pressure that he presented mm-hmm. uh, against us the last time we played these guys. Look, I, I just – having Tyron Smith back – uh, i I'm, I'm really grateful uh I, I, it's about him being back but offensive line wise i mean connor williams man he's got he's got to stop with the holding penalties Biotish, whatever it is with the offsides the snap or however it's going these guys have got to get this together and leo collins man i just feel like last the last game man he number 71 did not have his best game but i want to see them with the same list of you say 17 pressures yep. so Oh, I, I'm gonna say run it back. <laughs> yeah. that, no, that's not a good thing, but I want to see that same five together mm. again. It won't. It won't
2: be that that type of pressure. Arizona just said we're blitzing.
0: We mm. don't care who
2: you are. We don't care what 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 you know what says after your name when it says all. Philly Pro. can do that too, though. They can, but they won't. They don't. They don't. That's not. Neither did
1: Arizona to. going into it, though.
2: Yeah, Arizona blitzes. Arizona blitzes, and, and they they like to run. They like to run that dude Buda Baker all over the place. So we know that yeah. they bring pressure in that regard. Now Philadelphia, they don't have to do that because they got two freaking houses in the inside and uh, in their inside techniques, and in, in obviously uh, Cox and Hargrave, those two dudes right there. The pressure that they create in interiorly is a problem. Yeah. And where are we weakest? <clears throat> Interior. Interior. Okay. And there's obviously things we broke down on on the film room this week. If you guys haven't have, have had an opportunity to check that out, go watch that because we show one play where Hargrave and Cox literally just put their feet in the ground and just drive the offensive lineman back. We also show on there off, offensively on our O-line where Connor Williams and Tyler Biotic are not passing off Uh, passing off linemen like they need to you know we have five guys protecting five people are presenting pressure and somebody's running free those are things that can't happen now obviously Arizona brought a lot more than that they brought more than we can block a lot of times but when you have your five guys and you have your five guys to protect against their best five and you still miss on your assignments those are the things that you can't really uh, have nor nor really account for
0: yeah, and that and look, man. I even going back to the Arizona game. I know we're done with it and moving on to the Eagles. It's just I can't point out, can't help but point out those penalties on those key runs that we had. Mm-hmm. If you don't have two of those penalties, you convert and have an opportunity to score. And now we're not even talking. We win. We're talking about oh, we won an ugly game. Yeah, and we're apologizing. Five straight for, wins. Yeah, yeah, man. We're going into that. But look, here's going. I personally just want to see this offensive line fire off the ball, get this running game back going, play a clean half. That, yeah. It may be what – that's all they play. Uh, guys like Tyron Smith may be pulled after a quarter or two of work. You know, I just want to see them play a clean half of football and let's just get this running game going. Do you see that Here. happening against this defensive line, though? Um they have to because guess what it doesn't get any easier with the defensive lines that could be coming in town the way that it yep. fits right now the team that you're going to play in the playoff may be the rams yeah. it, or arizona all right yes so
1: or it, san francisco you're going to probably see a top-notch offensive line see, but those, in your those, first. But those, game. but those are edges, right?
2: For the most part, except for LA. Aaron Donald. <laughs> except for LA. Except for LA. Okay. <laughs> all right, most of those guys <laughs> present pressure on the edges. The interior pressure is, is a whole other animal. And we saw that with Chris Jones. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole other animal because if they're strong, if that's where they're strongest, and that's where we're weakest,
1: then there's a problem there. And outside pressure has given this offensive line some yeah, flack but, all year I mean, long but, too. But, but I feel
2: okay about
1: Collins and Smith. You know what I mean? So even if they have their best mm-hmm.
2: guys out there, guess what? They're our best linemen are out there too. Unless mm-hmm. you want to come on the right side and face and face Martin. Good luck. You know, but when you start talking about the center and the left guard, even though we got there was better play by Connor Williams, there's still communication issues. And that is something that has to be shored up. So communication issues plus the strongest defenders being on that on that interior line, that's a
0: problem. My confidence is in we've done it before. Yep. Versus them earlier. Okay. Uh and we talked about what Zeke did, yep. and what Pollard did, yep. and we that we had some strong inside runs, mm-hmm. and we 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 definitely switched it up inside and outside. Absolutely. And so that's the only reason why I feel I confident you. confident uh, in this game. In and, and again, just going back to it, at some point, after, after this week, everybody's a dog, Absolutely. and there's no you're gonna. At some point, it's, it's just gonna be what it's gonna be, and whatever is that you whatever you've shown on film as a
1: weakness will be exploited. And there's plenty of it. Trust me. <laughs> there's all, plenty of it. All the assistants it. <laughs> and the
2: data guys that are sitting up there watching, all they do is watch film and plug numbers. And they say, when you come out in this or if you run this stunt, this percentage of the time you get home. Like There's so much data that is collected, that's conveyed over to the coaching staff and then down
0: to the players, that is absolutely insane. And you can't – how many teams – change what they do when they come to the no. comes to none of them. You are who you are. You are who you are you by are that you point. Are. You
2: might throw a little little twinge in there you might throw emotion, you know, change your formation, but you are who you are.
1: And here we go. One final test before that playoff run. We'll see how that goes for the Cowboys. We've got one final say-it-with-your-chest Friday of the regular season, and then we get into playoff time here Mm. on Talking Cowboys. Join us tomorrow, 9 a.m. Central Time, as we'll break it all down for you. We'll tell you how to make some money with DraftKings, and then, of course, we'll give our pickums, and you'll be able to include yourselves in that call. 888-855-2297 tomorrow at about 9.30. Give us a call. We'll have some fun with it, but for Heckma Harrison... Isaiah Stanback, Chris Beam, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. We'll see you tomorrow on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about
2: this, Cowboys? Yeah!